And that's where the real shitty water flows in here. This is the most peace I've got around this house, and I'm wasting my time talking to you. I am VB. Come to your papa. I couldn't even finish my review. I just ended in a flurry of fucks. I'm shooting blanks all over my screen here. It's hard to think when all your blood's in your dick. This is going to be anticlimactic for everybody, by the way. Yeah, so I just had to kick it down a notch because it's it's winter time. Okay, all right. Can we agree? We're in, I know it's not technically winter, but we're into winter weather. So we are into winter. Yes. Put on socks. Put on a hoodie. I welcome to the Dad Pod, where we bitch about the thermostat getting touched. <laughs> but yep. Damn, that thing just runs and runs and runs and runs, and then it dries me out so bad I get nosebleeds from it sometimes because it's just. It just dries everything out. Oh, it's hot as hell. Meanwhile, they're like, oh, I need, I'm cold, I'm cold, wrapped in blankets, and, and I'm sitting over here in a hoodie and socks, just sweating my ass off, and they're in their frickin' underwear. Put on some clothes! <laughs> it's, it's not summertime. Uh, anyway. I layer. I just... I layer up, and then you can, if you get too hot, you take stuff off, and then if you get too cold, you put shit on. No, not them. They, let's kick it up. Let's crank it up. Let's... Nah, that's just an incubator for germs, in my opinion. Yeah, let's just make it's let's make it Florida inside. Yeah, <laughs> it actually was getting more because now that we're back, we it was getting um, it, it's really cold down there right now. Like this morning, it was low fifties, which is that is cold cold for December Florida, and so the AC doesn't run. Which when you're in Florida, you don't have the AC set way low because it's just. You don't. Like, the AC is typically set at 76 degrees, maybe. Um, 75, 76. And the thing is, it, that, that actually feels good inside versus, like, ice cold. Like, it, there, it's something different with Florida. But anyway. Well, it's not as muggy as here. It's not as, yeah. Or something. But then, so, because it's so cold outside, the AC isn't running as much. And we redid this condo, so it's a pretty tight condo. And it just, it gets roasting hot in the bedroom, like, in the middle of the night when I'm trying to sleep. And the the booze is wearing off, and oh, just uh, I wake up and uh, fling the covers off, and tiny little turtle head popping out. Uh, <laughs> and I'm sure it's shriveled, real, real calm climbing out of bed. It's not angry. <laughs> oh, shriveled little balls, and it sucks. <laughs> uh. So yeah, yeah, you just experienced right before we hit record. You, you experienced the anger of a day of travel mm-hmm. and being. Being in an 850-square-foot condo with a 7-year-old and a 9-year-old for a while. Mm-hmm. So that's always something. Yeah, I mean, uh, it was... And for those listening, it was not like he was raging out. He was very very calmly yeah. telling his child what would happen if he did not listen. Yeah. Eh, the way that I do. Very much the way that I talk to my kid. Then my kids had to come in just moments after I told them... To go upstairs, just moments after, and be quiet. They came down. In they come, He's huh? calling me names, and... So, of course, I had to take my headphones off, and I couldn't keep you know, eavesdropping on your personal life, which was... Oh, it, it wasn't pretty. Which annoyed it's, me. <laughs> it wasn't pretty. It's, it's, been, it's been building up, and the, the icing on the shit Sunday was right before we get on the plane today to head home. Hudson just grabs... 
one of Lucas's stuffed animals and throws it right in his face. Not funny, haha, throwing it in his face. Threw it in his face like I'm pissed off at you. And we're all like, and Lucas is like, you can tell Lucas is stunned and hurt and like, what? And you took my seat. Like, what? Oh, that's my youngest. Yeah. What? Holden will sit down at the table and then Corbin comes over and goes, no, 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 no. That's the seat I want. It's like, there are six yeah. chairs here. Yes. There are six chairs. Sit anywhere you want. I don't, why? What, what is, what personality trait is that? Because whatever it is, I don't like it. It's being a dickhead. That's all. That's what it is. Yes. <laughs> but we're home safe and sound. I, I, the, when there is no issues with air travel, like when you get to the airport on time, when you board the plane on time, when you leave on time, land on time, there's nothing fun about air travel. But when all of that just ticks, when all those boxes are ticked, it's it's just magical. It's like I hate flying, but at least nothing went wrong. At least it's there over. was no screaming. Yeah, no screaming kid beside me. Uh, you know, I sat down. There was an old lady beside me, and as soon as I sat down, I'm like, "Oh, she wants to be chatty." <laughs> Go in goes the headphones. Bye bye. <laughs> but there was no screaming kids, I, and we went frontier because that was the only decent time. And I get nervous when we fly the little chickens in the back of the plane and goats roaming up and down the aisle type of airplanes and Frontier, Allegiant, and Spirit are all those nickel and dime airlines that you're if something happens, just grab a raft and jump out of the plane, Indy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hope those uh, Temple of Doom physics work. Yep. So Dr. Jones Airlines. Or actually what is it? What's the uh <laughs> Oh low it's low something. Lao Che yeah. Love, yeah, something like so, that. Anyway, so we're back here, and yeah, the weather's shitty, but who cares? I'm just—it's good to be out of a small, small apartment with the kids, to where I can have my my space. Your your smelly, stinky office space. <laughs> yes. Oh, it's back. I mean, we are—we're back in the saddle again. Ah, <sighs> so. awesome. Yep. Um. Yeah. Oh, how are you? Is things good? <sighs> yeah. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> just, uh... Sickness-wise, how, how how's sickness going on in the... Oh, I mean, uh... Getting together at Thanksgiving with a thousand people, you know how that goes. Somebody's bound oh. to be sick or get sick, and... I think the wife did bring back a little something, but she doesn't seem to be passing it around too much, thank God. Uh, everybody's tired and trying to recoup from the long Thanksgiving break and whatnot. Today was the first day back to school, and it's two-hour delay. What? How do, Why? How, do, how do parents? I mean, how do you how do you do it if you got to work? I just don't understand how. Eh, today we're on a two-hour delay, so the teachers can have a meeting. <sighs> I mean, fortunately, it was on a day when I'm working from home anyway. But yeah. otherwise, what would what would you do? Oh, take him to the sitters or something. What if you don't have a sitter? I mean, yeah. I guess you take the day off work. It just so stupid and annoying, but whatever. It yeah, is what yeah. it is. Uh, so yeah, after you know, I like to get up on on those days that I'm actually from home. I like to get up and shuffle the kids off to school, and then uh, ha silence, just me and the dogs. Uh, not today. Not today. A two hour delay. It's like then you got to entertain them for two extra hours and. Oh, then you finally shuffle them out the door at, you know, 1045 or so. Oh, and then they're, they're back in four hours. I'm, yeah, so it's barely anything. Yeah. 
And and a lot of oh, times, yeah. what'd you do today? Oh, nothing. Since we had a short day, we just didn't do anything. Like, good, good. <laughs> yep. Oh, hey, before, totally off subject here, but, uh, so last night, our last meal, uh, before we headed back home, we're like, okay, what are we going to do? Let's just keep it low key. We we're going to go to this local place called Gecko's, which is really good. It's kind of a, a bar, applebee's type thing down there. And we'd already been there. And I'm like, I just, something, I, I, I'm familiar with that. It's going to be easy. And then on our way over, we're like, ah, oh, wait a minute. There's this place called JR's Packing House, which is this, I mean, complete hole in the wall, awesome Cuban diner thing. And so we went there and I'm like, you know what? Because I, I'm too scared. I, I'm just pickles and mustard scare me. So my wife was actually the one that bit the bullet and she ordered a Cuban. And she was like, this is incredible. I'm like, can you taste the pickles and mustard? And she's like, no. She's like, I, I really can't. She's like, there's a little bit of crunch and there might be a hint of mustard, but she's like, everything works. So I'm like, and we were I'm like, well, Eric was saying that, yeah, it's, you know, don't change anything. Don't, don't hold pickles or don't, you know, what she actually asked, she's like, Hey, could, could you, can you hold certain things on there? She, and the waitress was like, well, actually the chef, he like, he makes one because they sell so many of them. He makes one huge, huge Cuban. And then as they're, you know, then they just chop it down. Con- yeah. It's a subway yeah. party platter. Yeah. So, uh, I got the, some sort of a pork, burrito thing that was it wasn't mexican it was cuban it was phenomenal and we're talking like this place is one look at it you'd be like i probably shouldn't eat there Eh, probably not but it's so good Uh uh-huh so anyway so you didn't try a bite of her cuban nope i was that (laughs) set that mustard pickle combo still has me scared oh you chicken come on i know you don't like condiments i don't know what ever happened to you as a child but (laughs) Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, you know, I mean, my mom and dad were never really into condiments either, other than maybe ketchup, I guess. Oh, Amish. That's just, just Amish right there. Yeah, oh, very much so. But like, yeah, like, none of the other, like salsa especially, and no, that was, I didn't have salsa until... I mean, even after our pickle conversation from when I had a Cuban down there, uh, I've come back and I have not really tried pickles around here because every time I see them on a sandwich, they're real thick and I don't, that's gross. I don't like pickles. Uh, and down there they were paper thin. So it was easier for me to go with it. And even here, like I'll get a cheeseburger at Wendy's or something. It's always minus the pickle. And yeah, in the last couple of months, I bit into one where they did not minus the pickle and I pulled out and there's a big pickle. And I was like, that taste hit my tongue. And the first thing out of my mouth, I, I, you fuckers. I was so mad. <laughs> gross. Just gross. Uh, but on a Cuban, yeah, a real Cuban, it works. And there are Cubans around here that you can get that are not from real Cuban places like that. And huge, thick pieces of, of, of pickle. No, 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 thank you. I'm good. I want the uh, the real deal. But hey, uh, kudos to Joni for trying it. Yeah. So... Now you got I, two votes from pickle haters. Come on. <laughs> I know. I know. And I think, I mean, she said too, they're known for this, but she's like, I can't taste pickles. She's like, there's a little bit of a crunch. And she's like, that's got to be the pickles, but I can't really taste it. And our listeners are like, wow, this is, 
You've hit the Again, 10 minute with mark. the riveting. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they're probably so thrilled that we're not bitching about kids and neighbors that they're like, please, more pickle talk. Yes. Tell me, tell me more about the thermostat. <laughs> no, honestly, there's a little bit of a, a, a tang. Like, you can tell. There's a taste. There's a little bit of a tang. Of a, or a little bit of sour or sweet, whatever. But not like normal when you bite into a cheeseburger and you get that pick. It's like, ah! Yeah, gross. Yeah. Okay, <sighs> are you ready for the roulette? <laughs> um, yes, I am. Okay. Uh, I'm Eric. And I'm Eugene. And here's the roulette. It's time to spin the wheels. Look, up and down. Sucking and sucking. Find those gems in the Sucking and sucking. Why is there sucking and sucking? Oh, he's sucking the shaft, I guess. I don't know why. It kind of goes with it. Not really. You never know what you might get with the roulette. You might get a... Oh, that's true. So we are really throwing our testicles up on the craps table. Yep. Or our eyeballs, whichever. Ah, uh, last episode of the roulette was Barbarian Queen up against Ruin Me, and you're up first, sir. Uh, Ruin Me. <laughs> oh, what a perfect way to, I mean, just ruin me. <laughs> well, I was thinking deep. about our previous roulette with the whatever night sky alien thing. Oh, <laughs> more on that later. Let's see. Ru- <laughs> oh, so I, spe- I spelled out on IMDb, Ruin Deep. <laughs> well... It's, it's, Ruin deep. it's hard to oh, think when all your blood's in your dick. I know. Uh, there it is. Ruin me. 2017. Uh, Alexandra reluctantly tags along for sleeper slasher sleep out and extreme up uh, the whatever. Uh, so of all of the Shutter movies that I've watched, and I've at this point I've watched a ton of Shutter movies. This is probably the worst one. Of course, it would be the one that you pick. You picked for me, and that's the worst one. No, 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 If this was on Shudder, this was you picked. I, I yeah, you, yeah, you, you sent me a list, and I just rando pick one. I don't know anything about these movies. So, you pick. Uh, well, anyway, <laughs> that's to be... That's for a future discussion. Court appearance. Regardless, you threw this my way, I picked it, and it's, <laughs> it's, it's just... Oh, these... Non-actors with one comedian. Well, okay. There's the goth couple, and then there's the girlfriend uh, with the lovey boyfriend, and then there's a comic relief guy. And oh, this was so painfully bad. No gore uh, because they obviously didn't have the money for gore. Um, just, just. People walking around the woods. Uh, it's a, it's an escape room type thing, except you're in the woods, and there's supposedly there's um, there's going to be bad guys chasing you around in the woods because it's extreme. It no, it's just walking around in the woods, and then uh, spoiler alert, it's uh, it it is all just a game. Um, yeah, so it's kind of a little bit of. Of uh, April Fool's Day, I guess mm. you could say, but this is sh- shot on video. Oh my! I mean, what is uh, this? Needs to be on Netflix. This is a Netflix movie that somehow shat its way into Shutter. Oh man, this was bad, 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 bad movie. Um, and like literally, like other than otherwise, almost every movie I've watched on Shutter has been either. Quite good. Some have been downright excellent, but this does not fit the mold. 
So anyway, um, oh, the goth couple. I, I hated the goth couple so bad because they were like Marilyn Manson 90s looking goths. And, oh, it's like, yeah, people don't dress like that anymore. I don't think at least. Maybe, maybe they do. Um, it was the guy but, in the back room in the IT crowd. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, but anyway, yeah, it, it was, I'd like to say it was nothing, but I think it was a little bit more than something else. Um, there was, mm, the bar, the bar has been lowered. So yes. <laughs> anyway, I gave it, uh, did I give it any stars at all? I believe that this was a big fat zero because there was nothing, nothing I could find that I liked about it. However, I have watched something worse than this. So it, <laughs> Half it's, star. it's, I guess it's, there's, there's various, it's Dante's Inferno, various <laughs> levels of hell. And this one here falls squarely in the middle of hell, I guess. <laughs> You thought you were at the bottom rung, but then you actually went to the bottom rung. I and, went. And you're like, I went there. Ooh, it's worse. Yeah, <laughs> I went there. It was scalding. <laughs> uh, okay, Barbarian Queen from 1985. Set during the days of the Roman Empire, a simple village is raided by Roman troops, and most of the people are whisked off to be slaves or killed. Three women survive and set off to liberate their people. When they arrive at the Roman city, they team up with the local underground to seek vengeance and liberation of the slaves. I mean, aren't these all, all these movies just kind of, here's A, B, C plot, and sometimes they just jumble them up a little bit, and mm-hmm. uh, some village gets burned to the ground, and the survivors have to get together, and male or female, doesn't matter, hook up with some other people, and do some fucking, and then let's, let's arm up, and <laughs> go burn down some other bad people, and roll yep. credits, and yep, I'm totally fine with this kind of trash all day long, sir, and there's a lot of it on Tubi TV. I've been watching a few things, and it's all pretty interchangeable, and it's just amazing when that, we've talked about it before, and uh, and it gets slung around on the internet, uh, comments like, hey, see more movies, you need to see more movies, or when, I, I say that a lot when people are like, Transformers, that's the worst movie I've ever seen in my entire life. You want to call that a bad movie? I won't argue one word with you. You want to say shit like that? And I'm like, motherfucker, you obviously have not watched a lot of movies. Uh-huh. I know. Because there is levels of incompetence out there that are far exceeding some flashy Michael Bay bullshit. Uh, so, and I'm sure people think that about these kinds of movies. That's the worst movie I've seen in my entire life. You know, see more movies. Because at least, while this is trash and whatever... It's entertaining. I was entertained. I was never bored. It's not that long. It knows not to overstay its welcome. Does its job, gets in, gets out. That's it. I, I It's worth owning for the cover of the thing alone. It's like a beautiful painting uh, of, you know, barbarian queen people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, thumbs up is everything I expected it to be. I'm not, I mean, if I'm actually going to rate it as a movie, it'd probably be about a four out of ten. But uh, an enjoyment level... Come on. Uh, totally watchable. Okay. Are you unprepared for the next round? Because we kind of just are throwing this episode. I forgot to announce this is the unprepared cast. We yeah. normally have stuff planned out. And while Eugene was uh, disciplining his children very politely, I, I, I don't even know if he really raised his voice. I mean, it was, he got a little stern, but that was about it. Just so you know. Uh, while he was doing that, I found roulettes. So I'm ready. <laughs> Are you? Good for no, <laughs> nope. I'm actually I'm frantically uh, looking on Netflix right now. Oh, why? For don't you. even just don't even go there. Just, just <laughs> oh, actually, okay, perfect. Let's just do that. Or I yes, can, I'm I, ready. Let me, uh, <laughs> or I can pull up my Netflix queue and tell you what's in there. 
<laughs> no, I'm ready. I've... Okay, well, you're up first, sir. What do you got for me? Okay, so... Uh, IMDB, come to your papa. Okay, here we go. Uh, first up is Crash and Burn. Um, 1990. Uh, this is a Charlie Band movie, if I'm not... Yeah, it is a Charlie Band movie. Uh, Unicom is a powerful organization overseeing most of the world after its economic collapse. They have banned computers and robots in an attempt to ensure life, liberty, and the pursuit of economic stability. When the Unicom synth robot infiltrates the Southwest... Blah, blah, that robots. Big robots. <laughs> big, 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 big robots. Rated R. Um... So that's your first one. Next up is All Girls Weekend. What could not be good about that? Uh, 2016, uh, high school friends reunite after many years to spend a weekend in the mountains, but when everything goes wrong, there is no time for girl bonding. Uh, action, adventure, horror, hour and 25 minutes. That sounds pretty cool. And... Um, Let's go with uh mini mini Death Stalker. <laughs> this is part one. Now this is not the uh Jim Wynorski sequel. This is the nineteen eighty three one. Um the warrior Deathstalker is tasked by an old witch to obtain and unite the three powers of creation, a chalice, an amulet, and a sword, lest the evil magician Munkar get them and use them for reasons. There you go. Uh, I was doing research. What was the name of that last one? All Girls Weekend or Deathstalker? Oh, there you go. Deathstalker. Hmm. Sorry, I'm still pulling up the synopsis here. For you. Da, da, da. Okay, coming your way. First up on Shudder, which is another Eugene pick. What is it again? Uh, I'm sorry. Reborn. A stillborn baby girl is abducted by a morgue attendant and brought back to life by electrokinetic power. On her 16th birthday, she escapes captivity and sets out to find her birth mother, leaving a trail of destruction behind her. And next is your safe pick of Bloody Sunday, which we've talked about before. I figured, I figured since we're doing such little... Research this week, got three, a safe one. And lastly is I Lost My Body on Netflix. And the synopsis is right here. Some fucking... There it is. Romance, mystery, and adventure intertwine as a young man falls in love, and a severed hand scours Paris for its owner in this mesmerizing animated film. It's a French animated film uh, from the writer of Amelie. And if you watch the trailer a little bit on Netflix, I think you'd see... Oh, okay, I kind of see why he threw this my way. Like... I think there's enough Frenchiness in there that it might be something you would be into. But I, I want to watch it too, but maybe I'll get your review first since you are have more of a predilection for the French cinema. Okay. So, Reborn, I Lost My Body, Bloody Sunday. Just because, I mean, we are throwing this together. I'm just... <laughs> um, just yeah, you got, I, you're fine, you're fine. You got your shutter okay. pick, you got your doc, or not doc, a docudrama and uh, an animated French film. Reborn? What the hell is Reborn? Are you sure? I mean, it's on your list. I assume that's what it is. I don't have Shutter, so I can't tell you which oh, Reborn it is. No, no, no. That's not it. Um, oh. That's not it. Oh, because that's uh, that is No, this is actually... Um, uh, Reborn. It's uh, the guy from... Um, 
I think Versus is in it. Oh. Oh, uh, uh, where is it? Um, damn it. Oh, we're just so... Oh, this is the way the show yeah. used to be. This is a throwback, everybody. Uh, I mean, that's the first thing that comes up. Is 2018 a stillborn baby? No? No? no. Barbara nope, Crampton? Nope. It's, it's, it's a kung fu action thing. I mean, from... why, why would I assume it's that? It's I, Obviously, <laughs> it's with you and Shudder. I'm going to go Barbara Crampton. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's, uh, yeah, it's not that. It's a, uh, Kung fu type thing. <laughs> okay. Um. um. <laughs> I can't find it. I can't find it. I, I know, I can't, and I'm even on Shutter, and I, I'm completely, I'm shooting blanks all over my screen here. <laughs> well, why don't you go Rent Reborn, then? <laughs> the other one. Because uh, that one sounds yeah. up your alley. I know. Um. I literally cannot, uh, I, I'm going to, I guess pick Reborn because it was on Shutter. <laughs> it's on here somewhere. Do you want me obviously. to find another one uh, on your Shutter list here? Oh, throw another throw another one my way, okay, just in case. Let's uh, mm, let's see here. How about the, the Crucifixion? That sounds terrible. <laughs> Coming your way, the Crucifixion. Oh, on Shutter. You know what? I'll let's see. If, I'll see if we can find. Let's them. do. Let's do that. I'll take that. Just so that we can. Mercifully move on. <laughs> no, no, we gotta find the synopsis. I, got, I wanna know what this is about. Oh, okay. Oh, there's a needle going into an eyeball. Already plus one. Terror strikes when a journalist investigates the death of a nun during an exorcism. I mean, this is directed by Xavier Gens. Like, oh, uh, anyth- uh, anything. I'm, I'm yeah, nothing I've picked will come. Will... Yep, oh, that's. Damn easy. it. I had to pick the good one. <laughs> oh, because that's. Hey, he's. He's good director. That's probably going to be a subtitled affair. That's true. Okay. The... Meanwhile, keep Reborn on there. I mean, I I do want to find out this Reborn thing because it's on there. There is there is a Kung Fu-y type karate thing on there called Reborn that looks good. And I believe that someone from Versus is in that movie. All right. I'm going to take Deathstalker. Good choice. I've seen it, and I approve. Cool. Okay, there you go. Next week on the roulette, it'll be Deathstalker up against the Crucifixion. Which I can't spell. Okay, are you ready to move on to our well-prepared middle segment of... Hmm. How, how's about how's... those birthdays? <laughs> <laughs> um, hmm. Brennan Fraser's 51, by the way. If oh, fuck curious. me. Are we doing this? <laughs> <laughs> Let's just keep it at Brennan Fraser. He's, he, he deserves, I uh, had some accolades. A trailer just dropped today with him in it. He's playing really? like a mob boss guy or something. Ah. Good for you, and buddy. And tomorrow, hey, tomorrow the trailer for the first teaser for No Time to Die. Yeah. Hits. Mm-hmm. Excited about that. Yep. Uh, Oh, that's uh, interesting. Julianne Moore and Amanda Seyfried have the same birthday, and they were in that movie together. Where they were making out and stuff, I think. Oh, whoa. What? What movie? Don't you remember that movie? I didn't watch it, but the trailer was interesting. <laughs> Not Jennifer's Body, was it? No. Okay. I'm pretty sure it was those two. Damn it. No, I'm not sure. That's not ringing a bell. Uh, I mean... Ozzy Osbourne's birthday is today. Woohoo! There we go. 
By the way, so, so a slight derail here, speaking of Ozzy Osbourne, so... Um, yeah, Chloe, 2009. Oh, they're okay. All right. Um, ten, that was 10 years ago. Wait, like, they were making out? Why? Uh, it, Julianne Moore and Liam Neeson were married, and then she comes into the picture... Uh, suspecting her husband, an infidelity gynecologist, Dr. Catherine Stewart, hires an escort named Chloe in order to test his faithfulness. And then she seduces them both. Soon the relationships between all three intensify. Yeah, I think she seduces both of them, and and then she gets hardcore or something. I don't know. I didn't see the movie. Okay. So, we're on our way back from Orlando. We uh, When we were in Florida, we uh, we went to, up to Orlando to visit my... My wife's nephew, he's going to a, a a Bible camp thing, and from there he's gonna be he's gonna he's going overseas. Great, that's awesome. So we spent Thanksgiving with him, uh, up there in the middle of the woods in a compound. <laughs> anyway, so by the end of the day, Eugene is in a just wonderful mood, just peachy, peachy mood. And we take off, we leave. Um, my lunch, by the way, consisted of cheese puffs and a granola bar because we didn't eat till the mid- middle of the afternoon. And I had been up since five and I was starving and uh, <laughs> I was angry. So I went to the car, puffed on my e-cig and chomped on cheese puffs for lunch. Anyway, happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> so we're on our way back from Orlando and I'm just, just, just stewing. In, in, you know, kind of sweaty from being outside and just, you know, you had that anxiousness going on. So. And then you feel like shit because you didn't eat at the right time and then, you yeah. know, you ate later yeah, okay. and. Yeah. yeah. So, and I had bubble guts. It just, it was a mess. And, um, so we stopped for, we're like, well, let's stop to get some coffee and fill up with gas real quick. Just stretch our legs. So we got off on the exit, and this is, I guess, this is a more bitch sesh, but yeah, we have time, and this oh, is yeah. impromptu. This leads up to Ozzy Osbourne, by the way. Yeah, be happy you're getting any episode this week, people. Yes. Uh, so anyway, we get off to this <laughs> You exit. think we're bitching now? Just wait till recently watched, because oh, yes. some, oh, some shit trains are coming. Uh, anyway. Yep. Uh, so <laughs> we get off the exit thinking, well, there's going to be a gas station right, right off the exit. No, 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 no. We drive. And we drive and we drive. Every gas station we come to is a big enough gas station that they're closed. And yeah, we can stop and get gas with credit card, but coffee and piss break. So um, we finally make it to the one gas station that is open with a human being inside. Blah, blah, blah. We go inside. The line is all the way to the back of the store with people waiting angrily to check out. One lady behind the counter. And I'm like, let's just get gas, pee, and go. And no, 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 we've got to get coffee. So we wait, and we wait. By wait, I mean Lucas and I are waiting in the car. Do you see what... Oh, so, yeah, anyway. yeah, yeah. I've, I've, I've seen so, this picture. Yeah, you know, we finally... This was literally a half-hour detour. 30, 30 minutes. 30 minute detour is literally, and I'm not making it. I know, I know. The, I, my, my wife does not travel well either. We started a 15 hour yeah. journey to North Carolina, and yes. by the time we got to Dover, she was, oh, oh, the groaning and moaning was starting. Like, We've been on the road for 30 minutes. We got a long ass way to go. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, she does, and she'll tell you, I don't travel well, so I'm not speaking out of school. 
Yeah. So we get back on the highway and now I'm driving. She, she was, um, she drove a little bit just to get started because I had, I was driving nonstop and I was just that, the day sucked my balls. So I was just like, can you just drive for a little bit and just. How far away were you? It was Orlando and Orlando to Sarasota is a good two hours. Well, for us, it's four. <laughs> two and a yeah, half. Yeah. 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 So we're on the highway and I'm, I'm just stewing this. This is going to be anticlimactic for everybody, by the way, because <laughs> so we're on the highway and I just, and actually her and Hudson come back out to the car and I'm just blaring Black Sabbath. I mean, and not a word was spoken and for the probably a good half hour, it was just straight up Black Sabbath and nothing else. Just one song after the other, after the other. And we finally get to, and no one was saying anything. And I was just, just shoving my coffee and... <laughs> Just an angry, and, angry freak oh, of a troll of a person. Oh. And and then we get to the song that starts, <coughs> dun, dun, sweetly. Yeah. And so then, then it became funny to the boys. Like, oh, what's, what, why are they coughing? I'm like, oh. And then it just hit me like how awful of a dad I am being right now. Like, oh, it's about, it's about pot. Don't worry about that, guys. Yeah. <sighs> There's my Ozzy Osbourne story. Happy, uh, happy birthday, Ozzy. <laughs> So, uh, I guess I'll derail off of that. What do you use for your music setup? Like you say, you were just blaring Black Sabbath. Did you have a CD? Uh, probably not. No, we we rented a car and it had Bluetooth, so I just connected my phone. Yeah, but what do you have it? How do you do that? I mean, what are you using iTunes from the cloud or what are you doing? Um, let's see. Black. I actually have that. That was albums in my iTunes. Okay, but they're not on your phone. You're streaming them from the cloud. No, no, no. They're on my phone. Okay, so you have. You don't have your whole library on your phone. No. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. Not even, not near. But there was this, I go through spurts of what I like, whatever. Sure. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, I'm in the mood for some Black Sabbath right now. I want some old school, right. dark metal. Uh, but then after, after Sweet Leaf, I'm like, okay, let's turn it to some, some lighter fare, shall we? <laughs> anyway. Hold on a second. So there I you got go. a, I got a work text here. Sweet. Good news. Um, I, the reason I asked that is because I've actually started listening to a little bit of music again, uh, my own collection. And part oh, of that cool. comes from, like, I, I think I've talked about it before in the show, where I up, I made a Google Play account, which is free. Oh, and yes. I yeah. uploaded, you can upload your whole thing to Google Play, and then you have the Google Play app, and you can access all of your music streaming. And if you want to download it to your phone, you can, just, you know, similar to iTunes. But yeah. uh, we have, I've got an unlimited plan, so it doesn't matter. I can't, we don't have a data cap, uh, so I can stream stuff. And I don't listen all the time, just every once in a while. I'm I'm in a certain mood, and it's time mm-hmm. to, uh, it, and it, what usually happens is I hit random, shuffle all tracks, because I haven't listened to music in so long, or even my music, that I'm finding all these albums I completely forgot that I owned. And, oh, that's a good album. I forgot about that. And I'll go listen to it. And it's some 90s alternative shit or, or you know, it, occasionally it's something hardcore where, uh, what was it the other day? It was like Coheed and Cambria. And uh, that's like a, what do they call it? Concept album, I think is the actual term. And every song bleeds into the next song. So you don't just pop on there and listen to the hits. That's the kind of thing where, no, 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 no. You hit play on number one and we're listening to this whole bitch all the way through. Yeah. And it rocks. Good, good stuff. Um, but 
there's also been some albums. What? What? Like, there's so many, so much shit in there, especially from when I worked at that uh, metal magazine. Every month they would send out albums of free music that was, you know, it was just a bunch mm-hmm. of random tracks. And uh, so I would just save them all. And I have so much random I'll be listening to something like, this rocks. What is it? Go look it up. No idea. <laughs> Never heard no. of it before. <laughs> On the other hand, I have been firing up a few other metal albums where, yep, it's time to listen to that again. That Slayer, Diabolus, and Musica, and yeah. some other uh, Slayer stuff I got, and uh, Fear Factory, and... Um... You know, Slayer played their last show this last, uh, either Saturday or Sunday in California. Yeah. There was, well, yeah, you, you had posted that on social media. Jason Momoa was there and he, didn't he sing with, uh, Phil Anselmo? I don't know that I posted about it, but yeah, he, uh, that was there. I was commenting on a thread about it on, thing on Twitter yeah. or something. Or I was talking to RJ about it. Yeah. Um, anyway. It, it's just been nice revisiting some of the, some of the metal that got me into metal. You know? The, yeah. That, there are certain albums, and sometime we're going to do a top... I thought about springing this on you one day, but not telling you about it and forcing you to think about it on the spot. Do our top ten metal albums. I think that's a great idea. Yeah, but I would love to I do don't want to give you too much time to think about it, or we're going to sit and debate and think. You know, We're going to kill ourselves trying to, well, this should be on there, that should be on there, but... Well, then a real quick question, because we have a little bit of time. So, Gunda had best, um, best grunge album ever. Uh, I'm probably going to have to go with one of the first albums I ever bought. Secular albums, anyway. We weren't allowed to buy uh, secular albums when we were kids. Uh, you had yeah. to wait until you had a driver's license and could go somewhere on your own. Uh, so one of the very... I, I will never forget, I went to Walmart and I bought the cassette tape of... And these were blind buys. I didn't add and heard one song on, of either of these albums. I blind bought uh, In Utero, Nirvana, and Bush, 16 Stone. And... Ooh. I became a massive fan of Nirvana, and I don't want to say before it was cool, but at a time when they were still kind of, ha, who, what, um, at least around here. Yeah. And after having all their albums and listening to them religiously, and I still think In Utero is my favorite Nirvana album. That's the one that yeah. is kind of a good combination of their original kind of sound without being too overproduced like Nevermind was. What was it Bleach was their first one, which is a fantastic yeah. album, but still has a lot of that punk root. Uh, whereas In Utero is kind of the mix in between the two, in my yeah. opinion. Anyway, yeah. For and for me, like I, because I'm right now, I'm kind of into grunge again a little bit. And Alice in Chains' Dirt is to me the best. That is the best example of grunge era. To me, like that's every song is good, great actually. It's the perfect culmination of everything that I that I enjoyed about grunge and still do. I I've actually kind of come around and I it's it's good to listen to those older albums again. Soundgarden, Nirvana, Pearl Jam I was never as into, but I still like the some of their albums, but Alice in Chains the first two albums especially Dirt, that is that is grunge to me right there. I don't have enough Alice in Chains. I've got Dirt and I've got uh, their more recent one uh, yeah. which was a really good album too. And I don't think I have any Pearl Jam. I might have ten. I, if I do, it's a fluke. I, I I was never really into Pearl Jam either. I like their hits and stuff, but eh. Yeah. And and that comes with part of our the differences in our age. Because I'm a little bit more 90s kid. And so mm-hmm. there's 
Oh, it's n it never, ever, ever has been cool to like rap rock, but fuck you, I like it. And I, and not the general no, stuff too. that's considered rap rock. I mean, I when I was in middle school, it was Rage Against the Machine. Like, that's the yep. shit that I was listening to. And, um... Still awesome, by the way. Have you... Downset? Have you ever listened to that? Oh, yeah. I used to have them. Yep. Oh, I love me some Downset. Oh, man, do I love that band. They are just pissed off and very progressive in their lyrics and in a California way. But I... Oh, <laughs> that first Downset yeah. album is an all-timer. Head P.E. We saw Head P.E. in... Head P.E.? Florida... Or up Florida. In uh, uh, Pennsylvania. Yeah, yeah, and they're Helmets, they're, they're still or... putting out albums. I found out. Oh, really? So they're still together? I huh? guess. I mean, their their roster has changed with every album. I think. Yeah, uh, but their first album is still that's amazing. Even POD, you've seen them a handful of times. I wonder if they're still together. I, th I, I think guess. so. But they're early. That's such a lame thing to say. Their earlier stuff was so much better. Their their earlier stuff was so much better because <laughs> it was just slightly more aggressive. Whereas once yeah. they got a few big hits, then they kind of sounded a little more mainstreamy. Yeah. I wonder if, I mean, do you think grunge will ever make a comeback or has it made a comeback and we just don't know about it? Yeah, it did a few years ago with uh, the Killers and and mm. some bands like that. There was another band, I can't remember what they were called, but I remember saying that is the most Nirvana sound I've heard since Nirvana. Okay. It wasn't the Killers, it was some, It was somebody else. The the somethings when we had a whole right yeah. when emo was dying we had the whole slew of bands that were doing four chord progressions and and just slobbing yeah. all over their guitars and they all had the in front of their name. I, I like I I think it's kind of impressive that I can say I saw Alice in Chains, um, saw Nirvana and I saw Soundgarden, all with original members alive. Wow. And that's how old I am now. But I, 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 Alice in Chains was the best because that was the Lollapalooza in 1993. But Nirvana is the most iconic because that was on Halloween. And that was an in utero, that was the in utero tour. And I mean, it was months later dead. And I still have that concert ticket. I'm like, I, Alice, or uh, Nirvana and Mudhoney, I believe. Nice. I like Mudhoney too. Yeah. So. But Alice in Chains, I will, I like, that is burned. Like, I still remember Nirvana, but I, the Alice in Chains show at Lollapalooza is burned into my memory because it was that good. It was, it was absolutely incredible. I had never been to a all day rock festival. And so we got there, crested the hill and Rage Against the Machine had just taken the main stage. They were the first band, kind of a no name, like no one really knew them, but I did because I bought all the main bands cds and so i knew i'm like oh my oh my god there's rage against the machine and like that that music is so awesome and it's oh it was that's one of the best concerts i've ever been to is Lollapalooza 1993 with alice in chains and they weren't even the headliner primus was the headliner if i remember correctly which alice should have been they should have been the headliner but it was even primus was cool to it was it was great I've seen Primus a couple of times. They're kind of a second stage band to me. Yes, they are. Yep, they are. They're amusing, and I get it. They're very talented. But eh. every yeah. band that I can brag about seeing pretty much was at that Ozfest '98, I think, that we went to. Oh, it was stacked. That's, that's why I haven't been to any concerts since. I, is it going to be better than that? Nope. What's the point? <laughs> was that was was that Ozfest? Was that Ozzy or was that Black Sabbath? Because yeah, every now and then they would do a Black Sabbath thing, and then it would be Ozzy. Was it just Ozzy? I'm pretty sure it was. 
the Black Sabbath guitar player. Okay, Tony Iommi. Okay, Tommy, I wasn't sure. Tommy or Tony, Tommy Iommi, whatever yeah. his name is. Old Metal Fingers. Yeah. Anyway, there we go. Movie freaks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, bitching and music freaks. Yeah, I I would love to do a top ten music though. Though I. I just metal. I'm going to talk about the metal that that shaped us because we we started out differently. I started more with we Christian did. metal, and with and th- some of those albums still resonate to me. I, I still listen yeah. to them. Like Zayo, uh, mm. Splintered Shards, The Birth of Separation. Their first album is still that would make my top ten metal albums of all time. Still, it is lunatic, insane. I love it. And for me, yeah, I, like it's almost like every few years there's a different album that would kind of be on there that uh that like it may not be my favorite but it's a defining moment in my life and that's why it would be on there but i guarantee you dirt that would be definitely on there probably pretty high on the for list for top 10 metal albums i think so yeah but uh... i consider i consider dirt pretty metal uh it's just so it's like i like that gloom metal uh-huh. Almost, actually, it kind of reminds me of the first Black Sabbath album, where it's just every song is just this sludgy. Oh, like yeah, <laughs> that's my happy music right there. But then you know, with Alice in Chains, it's very similar. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, but if yeah, if we're going straight up, like I. That that might get difficult to like. What do we consider metal? Like, is Skid Row considered metal? Or you know, yeah, I, I mean is... that's a variation thereof. Yeah, I, yeah. I would probably put the rule on there too. You can only have one album from a band. Yes, I agree. So, I agree. which Metallica album would be? I know which one it would Ooh. be. I know which one it would be for me. Definitely. Are we going there? I, or? We're just chit chatting. <laughs> we haven't made the list yet. It's a little different when you actually put pen to paper because then you, yeah. you know, you make a list of 50 things and then you really got to start eliminating. We've been down this road before. Yeah. Well, I mean, the Black Album is, that's, honestly, the Black Album is kind of what got me into heavier, like heavy metal music. That was 1990 and I was still into, at that point, I was still into hair metal and stuff and then that came out and I'm like, oh, wait, wait, this is, this is different uh, in a all the right ways. And so I would definitely say that the Black Album, even though uh, there may be some better Metallica albums at this point, I that was the one that... That would be the one that got me into Metallica, but that was probably the, because it's the one that broke huge. I remember listening to that yeah. in woodshop class at high school. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Uh, but, oh, it'd be Master of Puppets for me, all the way. That's another one of those albums where every song leads into the every, next one. Every song is perfect. Mm-hmm. And you'd have, you're going to have to pick one Slayer album? How are you going to... I mean, that's oh, I know. easy I, for I, me, I, but I don't know how you're going to do that. I don't... I seriously... That would be one where I don't know, because I would like to go back to Rain and Blood, but I like other albums better, and it, yeah. We need to do this sometime. We need to... All right, let's get on to Recently Watched. Back to talking yeah. movies for... <laughs> So there's our 25-minute tease about a music segment coming soon. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Uh, okay, you're up first, sir. Recently watched. Fight the what? sky. Oh, We're going to talk about fight the sky. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna turn my microphone off now. <laughs> Fighting the sky. Sorry, I said that wrong. Fighting the sky. Strange, otherworldly sounds are echoing around the world. A group of researchers, led by expert ufologist Lorraine Gardner. Begin an expedition to track down the point of origin from which the sounds emerge. Yet, 
As they're discovered... Wait. You're way too excited about this. Yeah, yet as their journey deepens, they begin to discover more than they bargained for, and more about themselves, more about their lives and the lives of uh, those they love. Um, nothing. This movie was just nothing. And I started it in Florida. I'm like, <laughs> let's watch this because it will be funny. Um, and it was actually, my wife was in the room too. And we were mystery science theatering it and actually having a pretty good time doing it because it's, it was, I'm like, oh, they're, they're staring at the sky again. Great. Um, and then I'm like, you know, I'm about the hour mark now. And there's, this is, there's nothing going on. I, let's, um, let's just put a placeholder in this and I'm going to watch another episode of Wolf Creek while I, I'll finish this up tomorrow morning. And that's where the real shitty water flows in here. Cause I was up at 5.30 in the morning watching this. Cursing everybody that participated in this movie. I just kind of a headache and achy and pissed off. And, you know, you, <laughs> I, this, this is one of, I mean, we have seen some shit over the years. This is one of the worst roulettes <laughs> of all time. Like it's, it's, I would say it's right there with the chosen, if not worse. Cause, uh, at least those other awful ones would have maybe a little bloodshed or maybe a little bit of something R-rated. This is straight PG-rated nothing. It's just nothing. Tweens heading off into the woods to play hide-and-seek. Reasons. Getting lost, deciding, well, we can't, we can't make it out of here alive. Let's just stick because one teacher or someone got zapped up by green something into the sky let's we're gonna have to sleep here i'm like what you're in a woods and you're um, uh, there's trails and all of a sudden you're you're giving up hope and you're gonna just sleep in the woods cut to next scene them boarding a school bus uh, did did you sleep did you spend the night then or huh um uh everybody like the the, the actual ufologists two of which have pink headphones that looked like they were five dollars at walmart they're ufologists. They're like investigators. What, what would possess you to buy headphones that are pink? That's which is fine, but in a situation where you're probably wanting to really listen to the heavens, you're wearing pink five dollar headphones. Well, they're the kind that plug into your phone for your listening to the sky app. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yes, yes. I forgot. Um, drones. There was a drone that they had. It's nothing. There was no, there was no storyline. There, it, spoiler, the lady, the main star, she ends up in the fifties, I think, in the end, cause green alien guys reasons. I, huh? I mean, <laughs> did you enjoy the gazebo scene? <laughs> every scene, actually my wife picked it up and she's like, every, she's like, all of this looks like people's backyards. Um, yes, I, yes, people's backyards. The woods behind someone's house. Um, maybe a scene on the outskirts of a city to where we're not getting a permit for this. Let's just kind of shoot this real quick, okay? Um, how did you talk me into watching this? I, 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 I go, I listened to my review again. No sane person would go watch that movie after, <laughs> at least nobody that appreciates or, or 
agrees with anything I ever say. Now, somebody who disagrees with me all the time could listen to that and go, ha, fuck you, I'm going to watch it. (laughs) I don't know where you fall in the grand scheme of things, but you watched (laughs) it, so... um, Hey... I do know that, that you were laughing throughout my entire review, so <gasps> it brought you great delight. And the reason you enjoyed it the night the, 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 with your wife is because you're, you were laughing because I watched it. Oh, I was. Purpose. It was hilarious. I mean, we were both <laughs> laughing, and then uh, then the morning hit. And I mean, and it was like I only had 35 minutes left of the movie, and it felt like my entire morning was <laughs> dedicated to that last 35 minutes. It was so bad. I mean, that, that is literally gonorrhea on screen. That's, oh, I was furious. Just, oh. Oh, I'm, I'm glad that you're so dependable and you can still not hit stop on things. Because I, and the thing, I, 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 I couldn't, I'm like, I have to finish, I have to say, I, and I, it's, it's I hate that about me. Cause I, I should have just said, no, I'm not, I'm not gonna watch the rest of this, but I had, I had to. And, and my ass would have turned it off after the opening credits. <laughs> oh, nope. Uh, there was actually one part. I'm not sure if you caught it, but uh, when we're being introduced after the beer party, which is actually oh just, yeah, how'd you enjoy the party? The just party. Random people standing around in a room drinking a beer. One beer. A beer. One. One beer. <laughs> and there was a love interest thing going on in there, but he's drunk, or not? He's not drunk, but he's drunk. Yeah. Um. But there was a scene where... Oh, it was a dickhead ex-boyfriend, too. Yes, yes. And then... Oh, that's so weird. But then the blonde guy... We intro- were introduced to the blonde guy that I guess is kind of the love interest of the blonde girl. And they're sitting in a auditorium of some sort, and we've just been introduced to him, and he glances at the camera for a split second. I'm like... And my wife, she started laughing. I'm like, did, did you see that, too? I'm like, that was a bad take. Like... He glanced at the camera and let's use it. Good. Cut. <laughs> and wrap. Yeah. <laughs> Check the gate and print. Yeah. So, but at least it was lit. You could see it. Oh, it was lit. Everything was lit. I mean, it was lit to hell. <laughs> Bright. I mean, it was, everybody was makeuped up and, oh, and they remember the one scene where they walk into the hospital and they're all, they, they do the scene in the hospital where Doors burst open and they all walk in slowly and the guy flips his scarf over wearing sunglasses and it's slow motion. Remember that? Yeah. They're going to, they're going to see a guy that was abducted or something and I'm like, why are, we're doing this. Why are we doing this? Why is there a slow motion and they're, why are we doing that? Why why is it, why are we reservoir dogging into the hospital? Yes. And then I, it was nothing. It was nothing. (laughs) And I'm pretty sure the budget of that movie had to have been a thousand. Whatever, however you can make CGI spaceships on a Mac, I guess, or a, or a PC, then that's how that's how much the budget was of this movie. I mean, they had some practical effects with the the green alien men, right? Yes, they did. Yes, they did. And the flicking tongues. <sighs> Sorry, directors, if you were listening to this review, but I <laughs> swing and a miss. Try again, <laughs> or. Mm, Hmm. <laughs> Back to short films with you. Yep. Okay. I watched it. And now, Steve, our buddy Steve, we need to have your full review. So please hit play on that so sure. we can get your And TJ, thoughts. come on. Get, yes. Step up. <laughs> yep. Hey, we're, we're getting people to watch it. I mean, you, you passed that on to me somehow and. <laughs> I infected you with it. 
<sighs> well, I was just chomping at the bit for that review. <laughs> okay, uh, over to me. Ninja Assassin from 2009. I have not seen this movie since the theater, and I remember being super excited because the trailer was crazy awesome, and then I watched it in the theater, and I was not impressed. I mean, it was James McTeague, it's the director from V for Vendetta, I really like V for Vendetta, so ninjas, sure! No, 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 I did not like this at all on the first viewing. And to the point where I had no urge to revisit it. And what year did uh, Ninja, Scott Atkins' Ninja, come out? It was right around the same time. It was right around that time, and we watched it fairly shortly after, and we're like, whoa, that was actually great. Right. And I still agree that Ninja is way better than Ninja Assassin. That being said, this popped onto Netflix, and I thought, you know, I remember almost nothing about it. I'm in the mood for some schlocky schlockness. Let's schlock it up. And I hit play, and hmm, about 20 minutes in, was, hmm, I'm, I'm kind of into this. Yeah, it's got some CGI blood, but it's it's also got a lot of practical blood, too. And everybody is blood bags in this movie. We've talked about that before. Where yep. everybody, everybody has about 37 gallons of blood in them. And, hmm, they're still going. That's, I, I can enjoy that. About an hour in... I, I'm going to pause this, because this is an evening time for me. I, I want there to be silence and no more interruptions, and I'm going to finish this up when I'm, you know, full attention. And I did just that, and I gotta say, sir, I turned around on Ninja Assassin. Am I saying it's better than Ninja? No, that's still a legit good movie. But for the schlocky schlockiness of it, if that's what you're in the mood for, you could do worse than this movie. Is there a lot of CGI blood? There is, but there's a lot of it, not just... Some drippity drips here and there. I mean, he is cutting fuckers in half, limbs flying everywhere, heads being carved off, and a gallon of blood with every slice. So I kind of enjoy it, even though it's CGI. And there is practical. There's a bathroom fight in here where it's all practical blood. And that entire room had to... It had to be what it looked like after the elevator door opened in The Shining. That's how much blood was sprayed all over the room. It was... It was 12 people's worth of blood came out of one guy. <laughs> and, you know, the end fight, it's okay. Uh, the, the bad guy from, or one of the bad guys from Fast and Furious, the original, he's one, kind of the bad guy in here. Of course, you know, he puts the hood on to become a ninja, and then, you know, then it's stunt people. Uh, but I gotta say, I was surprised how much I turned around on this film. And I think that you should give it another rewatch, because you probably haven't seen it since the theater either. I haven't, no. I'm actually surprised at your review of that, because I remember we were all, I think Anthony watched it with us, and we were all like, it was okay, I guess. Uh, Whatever. Yeah. I dug it, man. And there was enough fantasy elements in there where he, you know, he's doing hoo-ha ninja stuff and, like, healing himself, and you can see his wounds coming back together. So there are bits of gore in there. Uh, Enough, I don't know, enough for me to take, make the trip. And I'll tell you what, if I come across this on Blu-ray for a buck, which is very possible, I'll be picking yeah, it up. Yeah, that is. I'll be picking it up. There you go. Ninja Ooh. Assassin. Yeah, check it out. Okay. Excellent. Um, yeah, that's... It's one of those movies where you just felt like kind of a one and done and you just out of your... I would have never thought to rewatch that one. But uh, I'm, I'm curious. It's been, what, ten years now? Mm-hmm. So... Okay, um, another Shutter movie here. Most Beautiful Island. 
Hour and 20 minutes. This is drama horror thriller, which I would say drama horror, th- or I mean drama thriller, not so much horror. This was fantastic. Um, it's, uh, I'm just going to read the IMDb synopsis here. Most Beautiful Island is a chilling portrait of an undocumented young woman's struggle for survival as she finds redemption from a tortured past in a dangerous game. Um, so I did a little bit of research on, like, there, looked at some reviews and there was a lot of people that were complaining about the lack of closure and the end of this. I thought it was perfect the way it was because I don't want to spoil this movie for those that haven't seen it, but this is just one of those little movies that just kind of snuck on the shutter and I've never, I had never heard of it, but I'm like in today's day and age with the whole immigration thing and all that, I'm like, I really want to check this out. And it's almost like you're watching a, just a day in a snapshot of, of an undocumented person's life in the new, in New York city as the city tries to eat them up. And it's, it's so good um, in how it starts and you get brief snippets of like information of why she's there versus where she came from. I want to say she came from Russia, maybe. Um, I would say so. I mean, yeah. written, directed and starring the same person on a, yeah. Asenio. Asenio. Yeah. So, uh, she's struggling. I mean, like, no money. I don't want to spoil this movie, but I will say that things do take a turn towards the end where in order for her to get money, she has to do, uh, do something, um, which would lead to the thriller aspect of the movie. But it is so well made, so well acted. Um, my, honestly, one of my only gripes is it, I wish it would have been longer. It was 80 minutes and, but again, it felt like there was never a wasted moment and it was just like, there's no closure. I'm just telling you, right. There's no real closure, but I like that. It was almost like, here's your little, just a snippet into someone's life for a little bit. And oh, damn, is that good? So, so good. Especially with this weird last 30 minutes or so that. Go, kind of go thriller, but icky and oh, woo. good movie. I would suggest those that have Shutter give this one a watch. It's it's only eighty minutes, uh, but it would be a big recommendation. It's one that I'll definitely want to watch again uh, at some point. Good movie, hmm. and it de- definitely felt I mean, they were in New York, and it almost felt like unlike pissing in the sky or whatever the other movie was, <laughs> it felt like like. Of birds, uh, how do I say this? Like, uh, I'm sure they had permits and all that stuff, but it, it still it felt like more guerrilla filmmaking, but done right, like well done guerrilla filmmaking. If you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there you go. Like they actually knew what they were doing. Yes. <laughs> I'm just looking at the, uh, the cast here. There's this other second build, and that is a woman named Natasha Romanov. Romanova. Okay. I was gonna say Rom. I was gonna say Romanoff. That's no way. Nobody actually names their kid that, because that's a uh, that's Black Widow's real name, Natasha Romanoff. Oh, really? But this is Natasha Romanova. Romanova. Anyway, derail into nothing. Um, so thumbs up from you. Hello? Huge thumbs up. Oh, maybe it was spain i don't know anyway that was a big big thumbs up i was that was actually one that i watched in the morning like i was like i'm gonna hit play on this and that was good enough to where i would have probably watched that in the evening even though it's not horror it was still well made enough that and just 
different. It was not something that I've seen. I like that. Cool. Okay. Ah, uh, shoot, I didn't bring this up in time. Let's talk about The Irishman. Oh, nice. I haven't seen that yet, so just be... I'm glad you waited for my review. Yes. Should I trash it so that you watch it? <laughs> um, you, well, I was probably going to hit play on that tonight, but uh, let's see what you think. Uh, well, if IMDb will ever get past this ad, we'll get on with it. A mob hitman recalls his possible involvement with the slang of Jimmy Hoffa. Directed by Scorsese, De Niro, Pacino, Joe Pesci. Oh, what a cast. Harvey Keitel, Ray Romano, Anna Paquin. Mm. Jesse Plemons is good. Yeah, uh, I, I'm, I'm not exactly sure where I'll fall on this. I think it's something I gotta watch multiple times, but right now I'm giving it a thumbs up and saying that I quite enjoyed the film, and everybody's bitching about the runtime. My only problem with the runtime was finding the time to get it watched, because mm-hmm. you know what it is, being a dad and interruptions and all that jazz. Uh, so, yeah, it can take some time. There is no intermission. I was expecting an intermission, and there wasn't one, which I thought was odd for a movie pushing, what is it, four hours? Three and a half? Three and a half hours. That would have been a nice little nod to old school cinema, I think. But as it is, I mean, it's fairly fast-paced in that Scorsese way. He's constantly throwing shit at you in that Goodfellas uh, casino kind of way. And it works. It fits in right with those films. I will say, I've been talking to some people about this online. I was curious how this kind of film, or how this particular film, will sit with people that don't necessarily know a lot about Jimmy Hoffa and I, I kind of, or JFK. Uh, I kind of feel like, uh, did you ever see Hoffa? That movie that was no. Oliver Stone made. I think that was an Oliver Stone film Hoffa with Jack Nicholson. And then there was JFK, which Oliver Stone also made. Yeah. If this is kind of the perfect third side of a triangle for that story, because in Hoffa, you got Hoffa's side, JFK, you got JFK's side, and the Irishman, you've got the mob side also combined with Hoffa. Uh, so it plays like, like all three of those movies play in a way that here are these events through this period of history of uh, politics and the mob and, and the unions and stuff, and then each film plays, this is our perspective on it. So, as far as The Irishman, I would recommend to anybody, go watch Hoffa and go watch JFK first, and then come watch The Irishman. And I think it will make a lot more sense, because they're flinging a lot of names at you. And and I wouldn't even know some of the stuff if I wasn't familiar with those stories, or, or those events in history. And I'm talking details about those movies, and, and the not just, oh, I know JFK got shot in uh, Texas. No, I mean the people that were surrounding it in that film. It's funny too, because at one point in this movie, uh, Pesci, who is, who, in my opinion, steals the show because he's not doing this normal Pesci that you would expect in a mobster movie. He's very calm. He's very reserved. And I watched the conversation behind the scenes talking about a thing that Netflix has, whatever. Yeah. Uh, And he said that that was difficult for him to do, but he wanted, it was a choice. And I think it was the, best choice. He's not the one that's being pesky and freaking out and screaming and losing his head and whatever. Other people are, and he's the one that's more cool, level-headed, and it's it 
It's a great performance. Uh, yeah, like I said, I just, I, I don't know if, if for a younger audience, if you're not real familiar with those points in history or, you know, everybody, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. Uh, at one point, Pesci references, well, he tells De Niro, you're going to go down to Florida and you're going to go see a, how does he put it? Uh, a fairy named Fairy. And that's really funny because in JFK, Joe Pesci played Fairy. Mm. So he's referencing a character that he played who was a gay char- character uh, and, and gay in real life, I guess. Uh, so it's funny. He goes, yeah, you can go down to Florida and see a fairy named Fairy. It's like, ah, you played that role before, sir. <laughs> so does this have that the same feel of like Goodfellas, Casino? It does, but it's a little more, I'd say a little more Casino because it's a little more, it feels a little more hyster- historical and a little less fantastical. Okay. Uh, maybe even a little more JFK. Uh, than than those, but it's still Scorsese doing a mob movie, and yeah, thumbs up, it's good shit. Like I said, if you don't know much about Hoffa and the surrounding groups and all that JFK conspiracy stuff, I mean that's a lot of names and and people and places and army and Cuba and all this stuff that you got to keep track of. If you aren't aren't up to speed on a lot of that stuff, you might get a little lost in this movie. It it might play okay for you. I have no idea. Okay. Even if you've seen at least JFK, I think you'll be all right. Interesting. So, okay. Are you still going to watch it? I am. Yeah, I, well, it depends on when. I mean, now that I'm back from uh, Florida, I've got a stack of movies that I'd like to watch. And I know that, like you said, this is three and a half hours, which to me, how many sittings did it take for you to get through this? Was this two or three? I probably would say three. I had watched the second part of it. I was kind of watching during the day and then I waited to finish it up in the evening. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe three. I. It's... My movie watching around here is so scattered, dude. It's just, yep. Watch five minutes, hit pause. Go do some shit. Come back, watch ten minutes, hit pause. Then somebody, dad, dad, honey, you know, I, it, it never stops around here. So that's, <laughs> that's just usually how it goes. Yeah. This is the most peace I've got around this house and I'm wasting my time talking to you. Yippers. <laughs> sure are. You're wasting your time talking to me when I talk about the next movie, which is Eeny, Meeny, Miny, Wolf Creek Season 1. Let's do Wolf Creek Season 1. I just finished that. Um, uh, This is the John Jarrett starring uh, as Mick Taylor once again, like based off of the movies, Uh, except this is more, this is a six episode, at least Season 1 is six episodes long of uh, this late teens, maybe early 20s girl that uh, manages to survive a, uh, well, the killing of her parents and brother by Mick Garris. Mick Garris, good God. (sighs) (laughs) You're you're fine. You're fine. Uh... Dick Jarrett or whatever. (laughs) Okay, so Dick Thorogood ends up killing the family. <laughs> uh, but it's, this is, this is really good. And I really, I loved the first movie. The second one wasn't quite as good, but this is, this is really good. Six episodes for this particular storyline may have been a stretch. Uh, there were a couple segues and I'm like, ah, this is starting to be kind of padding, but uh, it was still great. Uh, Mainly held together by her name is uh, the actress's name is Lucy Fry. Uh, 
She, uh, what's she been in? She was in Bright, I guess, huh? In 11-22-63. Oh, there we go. Um, she was fantastic in this as the... Uh, oh, there's another JFK thing that you're very familiar with. 11-22-63, so... Mm, yeah. You know, you'll, you'll be good on the JFK side of stuff. Just the Hoffa yeah. side, you might... I mean, uh, yeah. Refresher. Uh, anyway. <laughs> it was... This is really, really good. I... The the whole way through, I'm like, would Eric like this? No. Like, okay. <laughs> Question answered. <laughs> yep, I guess not. <laughs> the next thing was, would Steve like this? Hmm. Maybe he's got more time to waste. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was great. I really liked it. Um, had just enough gore and just, it was well made. In fact, I think I commented to you via text that uh, the opening credits scene on every episode... Uh, had way more money thrown at it than the entirety of, of whatever sky. Fighting the sky. <laughs> fighting the sky thing. I don't know if you did. Text me that. That's uh, funny though. Man, John Jarrett is so good as Mick Taylor. Oh, he's just creepy and. He's got one role at this point, right? And it's that. It's, it's, it's kind of like Sid Haig had one role towards the end of his life is that's Captain Spaulding. Well, this guy, you're, you're Mick Garris or. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is. He is Mick Garris. Oh, just long white hair, skinny. Just bitching about Kubrick's The Shining. Oh, <laughs> that's him. That's John Jarrett to a T. Oh, back to you. <laughs> okay. I think I'm good. Do you want to do coming soon? And we'll get wrapped up here. Um, or do you want to do another one? You can do another one if you want. Okay. I, well, yeah, I want to do one more. Um, let's go complete opposite direction. Uh, let's talk about a Disney Plus movie, shall we? One that uh, you're actually going to be somewhat impressed with me. I actually didn't finish this one. Uh, Noel. Oh, there- please don't be something I recommended. No, Noel. From 2019. Um, I didn't have much left in it, like maybe 25-ish minutes, but I'm like, you know, a man has his limits. And (laughs) Fighting the sky didn't cross the line. No, fighting the sky did not cross, but this one, like, you know, I I guess I love me some Anna Kendrick and Bill Hader, but this was just terrible. um, Elf. So you take Elf. Take... Parts of Elf where yes, people the, in the, the North Pole. Yes, 80s TV show with the, the alien that eats cats. Um, that's Elf. This is this is Will Ferrell being waka waka. Oh, sure. One of these um, things is funny. <laughs> so uh, Santa dies and Bill Hader, his son, has to be Santa. But Anna Kendrick's character, the daughter, she should be Santa because she's got all the makings of a Santa Claus. Uh, Bill Hader takes off because reasons, and then she goes on a waka waka mission to find him, and it turns into an elf, uh, type movie, except it's rated G, so, granted, elf is totally harmless, but this is even more harmless, and shot on video in 4K, and it looks, it looks pretty much almost like Pooping in the sky movie dead. I mean, it's, it's so, I'm like, there, there's no depth of field. It's just video. Like digital. It's just digital. Di- high, high, video. High, yeah. High, high, high def 
video. Digital. Digital, whatever. It, oh, the CGI looked so bad. I'm like, Disney made this? Like, this, what happened here? It was, oh. Oh, it was so bad. Even my wife, which she goes for this stuff. She's like, this, this isn't very good, is it? I'm like, mm-mm. <laughs> mm-mm. No, it's not. Maybe you finish it while I watch Wolf Creek episode, whatever. But, oh. I mean, spittle is flying at my computer. That's how... <laughs> This was bad. Oh, and oh I, I, I turned I would, it off. I mean, only only Christmas romantic comedies and silent films could get Eugene to turn off a film. Which is kind of what has happened lately with Solaris and... Well, I kind of finished that. Well, no, I didn't finish that one. And this. So, wow, Eugene. But, yeah, but... Jacking it off in the sky, that gets a full watch. Yeah, oh yeah, every minute. <laughs> but yeah, I remember was, you texting me when you had like 30 minutes left and... You're like, I'm going to power through because this is, this is going to pay off. And, uh, oh. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh. <laughs> hey, I finished that one. I mean, this, this Noel, I mean, I, oh, I wish, I wish there'd be some way that I could make you watch all hour and 40 minutes of this. I would, I would love to make you watch it. It, it might actually turn good towards the end. No. Nope. I am, I am just fine and dandy on that, sir. Now you you do realize that I watched one of yours. Yeah, I didn't make you. I tried to talk you out of it. You shouldn't watch this movie. You should yeah, not. I'm I'm not as rebellious. I as dare you. you to not to never watch this movie. Challenge accepted. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it that you're a rebel. I was I, I screamed about that movie for twenty minutes. <laughs> How awful it was. And you sat there giggling the whole time and, and somehow through all that went, I'm going to press play on this. <laughs> well, yeah, but the way you, I mean, it was almost a so bad I, it's I, good. I couldn't even finish my review. I just ended in a flurry of fucks. <laughs> uh, coming soon for you, sir. <laughs> um, wife and I are going to go watch Knives Out this weekend, I believe. Um... Looking forward to that. Um, shutter stuff. Lots and lots of shutter stuff. Irishman's going to get a viewing. Um, oh, what else am I going to be plowing through? Um, Stigmata I actually have on Blu-ray now, and I'm considering giving that one a watch. Oh, when was the last time you watched that? Uh, v- not VHS. Uh, DVD, probably. I think I watched it once in theater and once on DVD. It could have been VHS. That was on VHS. It's it, seriously. It might have been because I, I have. I, the only thing I remember was Patricia Arquette bleeding out of her hands. I, oh, I, I watched it last horrorthon, and I'd seen that movie half a dozen times. Is it uh, good? I don't. I kind of remember it being uh, like. I remember liking it, but on this rewatch, wow, there's a lot of. Early 2000s music video jump flash edits and and overlapping pictures. And and then it just kind of toddles off into the distance. Gotcha. So lowered expectations on that one. It's okay, I guess, but. Vinegar Syndrome, uh, their Black Friday sale has ended. So Eugene will be getting his shipment of. Tammy and the T-Rex, Savage Dawn, Vice Academy 1, 2, and 3, because everybody needs a little bit of Vice Academy in their in their lives. 
At least I do. Um, some more stuff. What else did I get? Um, uh, Savage Dawn. What else? Did, what, what's coming my way from them? Um, well, yeah, some other, <laughs> some other stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. It's just a cross section of certain random words. Pick one from column A, one from column B. Yes. Savage Dawn, Savage Knight, Savage Beast, Savage School, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Rape Kingdom, something. It's <laughs> why not? Yeah. Caged. So had... Caged. That that yeah, one's ca- in there a lot. Yes. Caged Women Fury. <laughs> Savage Fury. Yep. Can't wait though. Cannot wait. Savage Dawn. That color the cover looks. Just great. Oh, I've got a bunch of 2B trash that I'm going to be watching soon. Uh, Warrior Queen. Uh, Escape from the Bronx I finished up today. Uh, Black Caesar. I also got more VHS. I got the CBS Fox release of License to Drive with the Corys. Mm-hmm. And what else was I going to... Poseidon Adventure I got on VHS. Uh, Deep Cover is some cop action thing with... Lawrence Fishburne that I walked by the rental store my whole life and never, never watched. Well, it's on my shelf, so I'm going to watch that. And a whole flurry of other, just trash. I'm in a mood for trash, and trash is what I'm going to watch. Yep. Thanks, Tubi. I've been watching a lot of it on there. Yep. Me, me too. Well, my whole life consists of watching, <laughs> uh, watching that. <laughs> You gotta admit, though, if you go on Tubi, they have loads of it. Loads they do. Loads of, of it's stuff that is ripe for that vinegar syndrome. Yeah, yeah, they... Oh, uh, Spookies. Remember Spookies? Yeah, vaguely. Yeah, that's... They're getting a... They do Black Friday right, by the way. They, um... Just the way they market their product. Like, their stuff sells out, and it's... Oh, us... Us nerds, we, not nerds, I guess, but us bottom dwellers, we, oh, we just eat that stuff up. Just, oh, there's only 150 more copies of the limited edition slipcover version of the suckling out. I, I gotta get this. <laughs> and Just shoveling feces right, you're just paying them to shovel it right in your mm-hmm, mouth. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I bought the slipcover of Christmas Evil. They, they, um, I have the movie. I've got Christmas Evil on Blu-ray from them that I bought a couple of years ago, but um, they, they, for Black Friday, they were like, well, here's a slipcover now for sale. So, oh, buy. How much is it? $7? Yes, sold. Sold. So, I can't wait. I, I can't really say anything. One of the other tapes I got this week was, uh, uh I, for some reason, I'm fascinated by the Christian Apocalypse movies. Oh, yes. And so I bought this one called Judgment, and it's still sealed, which is a pain, because then I'm like, ah, do I open it? Mm. It's sealed. It's cool. And so I went to look it up to see what it's all about. Mm, yeah, I bought this uh, trilogy box set a while back. I don't know if you remember. Of Apocalypse, I remember. Yes, and I Tribulation. Do. They were at our church library. I remember watching them many, 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 many moons ago. Judgment is part four. So there's, <laughs> there's the trilogy box set, and now I have part four, and they didn't make any more. I now have the complete set. How awesome is yeah, that? Yeah, that is cool. I'm really hoping I can find that on YouTube because I don't want to open that. But <laughs> And you know a YouTube rip's going to be just as good as a VHS, so... Yeah. Eh. Eh. So, eh. Are, you are going to watch these movies, though? 
At some point, yes. And and these I'm not as keen to watch as some of the older ones. I have a couple of the older ones. I forget what they're called. Let me see if I can spot them here. Oh, Years of the Beast and Image of the Beast. Those are movies. Yeah. There's oh this one. Gosh. And there's there's this one. This is, I think this is like part four, but this one is still sealed. I don't want to open this one up either. Yeah. I mean, and, I, and look at the back. I mean, they're beheading Christians and stuff. Wow! I, but but these were from the eighties. These ones from the eighties. Have you done any on, research on those? Like the still sealed? Like are they starting to be collectible type things, or is I, it just probably not? But uh, it's kind of I don't know. I think it's cool because it's so so rare. Uh, Mark Four Pictures. So it's some Christian uh, production company or something, and. I don't know. It's just cool. I like those uh, revelations and movies. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. I'm more interested, like I said, I'm more interested in the 80s ones than these early 2000s ones. Because it's just a, oh, it's just a who's that of 80s stars in the 2001. Corbin Burnson is in Judgment and uh, uh, Jeff Fahey is in one of them. And, <laughs> you know, like they got just enough money to get a little bit of somebody. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, anyway, so I'm eventually going to trek down that. Oh, maybe Christmas time. That's the perfect time to be on Antichrist shit. What's funny, though, is that I could totally see Vinegar Syndrome doing a complete remaster of stuff like that. That would completely be in their wheelhouse. Well, and these 80s ones, that's a four-parter as well. Yeah. And I think I only have part four, and that's the sealed one. I think there's three other movies, and that's not even the other one that I was showing you. I think that's a separate... One, two, like there's a, I also have this one that, uh, I don't think it was Russian, but it was a, it was about kind of a red scare type movie. There's big communist symbol on it and about smuggling Bibles into Russia that was set in the seventies or eighties. <laughs> and that one's in a clamshell and it's sealed. I don't, I, I keep finding them sealed. I, I, I want to watch this shit, but I don't want to break the seal on it either. Are you finding those around where you live? Cause it feels like that's the. Like, oh, yeah, um, uh, yeah, um, yep. kind of. But I'm also seeing them elsewhere. I've seen some of these up in Canton. No kidding, huh? VHS copies of them, yeah. And then I'm like, oh, I found another one. Then I look it up, nope, uh, it's the one you already have. I will but, say that, that, to me, that's kind of a, those would be cool collectibles, just because it's, they're they're not good, they can't be good. But no. they're just such a random, weird low budgety thing, especially when you're finding them sealed like that. Well, but that's the problem. I find them sealed. Well, in Blue Velvet, I found a copy. Now, some of the stuff I'm finding is worth money. I, uh, Blue Velvet I bought, and it was open. Hold on a sec here. And I guess this is an early version. KLV TV release. Carl Lorimar feature films. I don't know. They released it uh, re-released it on some other label. But then later I found another copy of this and it was sealed. So I said, fuck it, I'll, you know, it's 50 cents or something. I'll throw 50 cents down the shitter for a sealed copy of it. I'll keep yeah. my open copy to watch. And then within the next couple of weeks, there was somebody on one of my VHS groups on, on Facebook that was posting, anybody got this? Anybody got, like, he was willing to pay 50 bucks or something for it. Uh, Whoa. Uh, yeah. Some of these people are willing to pay loads of money. Go look at some of the VHSs that are selling, especially of horror. I saw one go the other day. It was a sealed copy of some slasher horror movie I'd never heard of. 300 bucks. 
Wow. Hey, hipsters got money, I guess. I love that though. I love the that collectability. It's cool, but it's I, I don't I don't have a lot of respect for it. In that, it's cool when you go on the hunt. It's cool when you find the shit in the yeah. wild. I don't have a lot of respect for somebody's collection where you just buy the shit off the internet. And I'm not talking about yeah. you and and HD stuff. That's completely different. I'm talking. I, That's different. Yeah, this is. I'm talking about this nostalgia VHS and uh, yeah. give me a break. Ah, yeah. uh, anyway. Yeah. What, Doggos? You guys ready to go I will out? say, uh, of all of the Vinegar Syndrome titles that I have, uh, the one that is worth the most money to, right now, they did a series five year or five films, five years. And there's four different Blu-rays with five movies on each uh, each set. And they still have some copies left of the fourth disc. There's like four of them. Um, but uh, one, two, and three, the first three are all sold out. And, part, and the first one especially is... It, Hundreds of dollars, hundreds. Well, that's that's uh, different. I, I get what you're saying, though. That's that is cool, and that's a different scenario though than the VHS yeah. bullshit. Yeah, my copy sealed. I I kept oh, when I bought I bought it. I actually emailed Vinegar Syndrome because uh, I they were like, we found a box of like fifty of them. We're gonna put these back up. This was a while ago, and they're like, and they, I was ready to buy it, and then I it was in my cart. I went to buy it, sold out. And I actually emailed them. I'm like, look, I'm a yearly subscriber. I was, I hit buy and the last copy sold. And there, and the guy was like, let me see what I can do for you. And one must have canceled because he was like, I got, I got you covered. I got one for you. And so that baby is downstairs. It's sealed all probably $300 worth of it. And I spent 20 bucks on it, 20, 25 bucks on it. That's awesome. I'm like, I, see, that's awesome. Yeah. I love that. Uh, so at what price will you part with it? I don't know, man. I, I, even $300, I don't know if I, cause it's going to go up in value. I, I don't know. After, after 300 though, it would be hard for me to hang on to it. But I, I, I have all four of them and they're all four going to be sold out. The first three are, the last one is almost. Um, and I've watched some of the movies on the other ones and they're not that, Cry Wilderness was fun, but they're not that good. But that doesn't matter. That's, I could care less. <laughs> Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Anyway, that was that's one of, if not about my prize Blu-ray possession. <sighs> oh, the dogs are like, get off, get, be done. You're done. You're done. Yep. There we go. There's the end of the show. I'm Eugene. I'm Eric. I live here. Bye. Uh-huh. <laughs> Thanks for listening.
Hey, if you want to get a hold of the Movie Freaks, you can get a hold of us Facebook.com backslash Movie Freaks Pod on Twitter at Movie Freaks Pod. Drop us an email, moviefreakspod at yahoo.com. Intro music was public domain by www.rutgermuller.nl.